This week on a very special episode of Waxing the Porpoise, G-Baby, the usual suspect Steve, and honorary third host Chris from Channel 83 gather to look back at our first year in podcasting. 52 weeks up, 52 episodes down. Join us as we once again bust out the good tarp and shout out our listeners, friends of the show, and other podcasts that have supported us, unanimously agree stuffed crust pizza is the only way to fly, and listen back to some of our favorite moments this past year. Thank you to all who have listened and may have enjoyed what we're laying down. Quick, fuck, Mary, kill. G-Baby, Steve, or Chris. Baseball. Let's wax this porpoise anniversary. Chase, don't do that. You see, we're we working on his brow chakra. We're just in back of the crown chakra. Lion face. Ah, lemon face. Ooh. All right. Uh, welcome back to Waxing the Porpoise. Uh, we're here on kind of a, a special episode, uh, special for us. Uh, this is our 52nd episode, uh, which marks our one-year anniversary, uh, releasing an episode uh, once a week for 52 weeks. So as I alluded to on the last podcast, no, I'm not going to kill myself or I'm not, <laughs> we're not disbanding the podcast, but you know, shit happens if we don't make it to a hundred, which is like my next kind of would be cool to achieve goal. I thought it'd be cool just to look back at a year doing this every week has been a lot of fun. We've had some really good guests, made a lot of friends along the way that have been super cool. So me and Steve wanted to kind of shout those people out too and that have supported the show. And we're gonna we're gonna have a few laughs. I got a couple uh some funny tidbits that I've I've pulled from the last year that we can chuckle to and maybe go over, you know, just a couple fun factoids about the show and like maybe where we're going looking at into the future. Um this evening you got myself, Jim G Baby. BG. That mean a baby gangster. And of course, as always, we have the usual suspect Steve. Sean, you're my same height. That is neat. <laughs> and joining us, we have special guest and returning champion Chris from Channel 83 to share in uh our gloating, I suppose. Baseball. How's it going, man? Good. Glad to be here. Sweet. Yeah, thanks for joining us. I figured you're pretty much an honorary member. You've been on the most episodes, like nine or ten or something like this at, at this point. But uh, yeah, I thought it'd just be fun if you weren't doing anything to hop on, and uh, we'll see where we go. And probably number one fan. Nice. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah, you always commented on the shows and stuff. That was cool, like having an insight when you came on. So yeah, definitely appreciate you listening. And that, to me, also, like, no bullshit, all bullshit aside, like... uh it means a lot for me too. Cause I was a big fan of, of your show channel 83, you know, when you had that going and I thought you did a really good job, like professional, the way you produce the show, the content that you put out and you were still, and you still able to, to slip in your, your kind of humor, uh, that's very on brand and, and, uh, yeah, it was just a really good show. So that I, I appreciate well, thank that. Thank you. Man. Anytime. So getting into uh, some shout outs, I guess uh, we, we cut it in half here because that's quite the list. So I, I figure I'll, I'll kick us off here. First at the top of my list is for sure I wanted to give a shout out to the Straight Chilling crew, uh, Bob, Randy, and Soju. Uh, I've been a longtime listener of theirs and I actually, you know, 
part of the reason of wanting to get into podcasting along with uh, listening to Chris's show, Channel 83, was following these guys for years. And they kind of had a, they started a Slack in like 2018, which is similar to a Discord people are familiar with now. Uh, and it brought to, I think there's like a hundred people in it now. And it kind of brought a bunch of people together, like-minded fans of the show. And it kind of like a lot of the, the people that I've made friends with over the past three, four years, uh, we've gone on their shows and they've started their own podcast. So they're definitely integral. And each one of those guys has been on the show this year, which was super awesome. Again, like, like having you on Chris is kind of coming full circle, like listening and then being able to get involved in that kind of community is, is, has been super cool. And then you're, you're right there. I mean, I've, I've already kind of sung your praises, but having you on and just like, uh, the vibe of each show is is super fun, and I always look forward to you uh, joining us and rapping about the stuff that we love. Hell so yeah. thank you again, Steve. I'm sure I, I don't want to speak for you. I know he you got something to say. I'm sure. Yeah, Chris, you're cool. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, we we love having you on. I personally, every time I, I hear you're coming on, I'm like fuck yeah, it'll be, it'll be awesome. No matter what, no matter how shitty your movie recommendation is or whatever we're watching uh, on that particular week. Thank you. Word. Moving down the list, uh, I also wanted to shout out uh, Tyler Nightmare and his Motley crew at Punks at the Cinema. Check those guys out. Uh, I know he listens to the show and he, he's he's uh, he's a super cool dude. So check them out, Punks at the Cinema, who I met through Straight Chilling. Uh, also the Bean Dub podcast, uh, Bean Mang laura and bruce circumference uh they got an awesome show too. check them out um shaggy and jose over at cinema villains fucking kick ass uh my little slice of hell uh dude on instagram who's just like super cool and just like promotes our shit all the time like stories reels just a really cool dude and uh a lot of similar kind of movie tastes uh appreciate you uh and then also uh new friends uh anna and hannah at the cinema slab podcast who i also met through straight chilling they have uh their own podcast that i just joined we went over the last uh episode eight and nine of the last of us um just kind of spur of the moment thing uh they're super cool they have an awesome show and anna has her own uh kind of horror movie themed like uh candle making business that's super rad she does like candles wax air freshener uh i think what is it anna's house of wax google it yes awesome shit um steve you want to take it away uh yeah just a couple more podcast pals our uh our friends hydroberg jacqueline and john over at cut above uh it's a fun show i think i, I went through their catalog of a million episodes and I, I had seen about four of those movies so the ones i have listened to i really enjoy quite a bit super fun night like some of the nicest people ever yeah uh, some some other podcast pals are logan nate and thon over at ghoulish university also super super cool people and they've been kind enough to have us on their show a few times and yeah we just had thon on here last week and yeah look forward to talking to them more and being on theirs and them being on ours or whatever it's been it's been a lot of fun just get some Dude, old Thon couldn't get a fucking word in, man. You were just like, you were on it last episode. Not knocking you, like you just because you don't talk very much like normally. Like, like like when I edit, sometimes I'm like, fuck, I need to like transition better. This, but you just fucking took the ball, man. It was funny. Full Pepe Sylvia. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my autism levels were off the charts that day, so sorry about that. Um, no, it was good, man. It was super it was comprehensive. Because yeah. we had gone back and forth on the description, and then when I read it, when you put that little thing in the end about me talking a lot, it didn't bother me at all, but there was a small part of me that's like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> No, Jim. it wasn't. It was. It wasn't like a knock at you. Would like I just kind of felt bad that we had <laughs> Nate on and he didn't get to talk too much. But that's his own fucking fault. Speak up, bro. Yeah, Nate, you bitch, get steamrolled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so sorry about that. Um, <laughs> great guy, great pod. Um, a couple other shout outs, and yeah. So that was Cut Above Podcast, Ghoulish University. Check them both out. They're both really good. A uh, couple, couple other friends of the show, Dick Dog. I mean, we can't. I mean, what else can you say other than Dick Dog? Um, yeah. You can find him on uh, Megan's Law and Near You. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> just kidding. It was expunged. <laughs> just kidding. He's definitely the valid Victorian of the show. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, staring, staring John Kenyon. He's been on a few times now. Good dude. I assume you're going to put some of their links in the in the show notes like for john john's got a twitch channel yeah and i don't have it offhand but yeah all that shit um it's gonna be a fat info yeah i think dump i think his i think his channel's linkage. called kinetic onslaught but i'm not positive on the spelling so s-l-o-t yeah okay yeah look at you yeah all I mean, that'll be this in the is show why, notes. this is why chris is just the get the fucking man I'm uh, our buddy it. jimmy buddy jimmy came on for the last <laughs> dick dog episode that was fun you can find the him dick at Whisper. his home his home address, which we will post in the show notes as well. Yeah, uh, as long as along with his real phone number and uh, <laughs> I don't know his Microsoft Teams info, so you can find him. Uh, Miles, Miles, that was a fun episode when he was on to do Possession, which is one of the weirdest fucking movies we've done over yeah. the last year. But like that dude a lot. I'd like to have him back too, if, if possible. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah, he's a big uh, uh, Carpenter fan as well. Um, well, I don't want to speak for him. I know he likes a couple Carpenter films, but like there's a, a crown molding that... or just baseboards or like doors or, uh, no. Oh, John uh, Carpenter. finishing. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. This, this list of shout outs is reminding me of Jim. I know you'll remember this and love it. The, when Mike Tyson was fighting Keita McNeely Oh, yeah. and he's doing the, he's doing the shout out. I don't know if he's like a Philly guy, but he's like my brother, my mother. I don't know if you want to clip that. Curly. In it's so funny. It's like last Dude. but not least, stunning. and last but not least, <laughs> Medfield. Medfield. I and think then he just like went out Massachusetts. And he just went out and promptly got his ass kicked. Snubby. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Dude I last, remember that. And then he cashed in on off the back of that. They had it was when the stuffed crust pizza just came out in like 96, 97 at Pizza Hut and he got in the ring and he gets knocked out by an ass end of a stuffed crust slice. Like mm. they like, they drama <laughs> did a dramatization of the Mike Tyson fight with a fucking slice of stuffed crust. Uh, yeah. God. I don't know if you remember, it was a big marketing thing with the stuffed crust pizza that they would flip it around and eat it crust first. Yep. And even mm-hmm. just as a little fat kid watching it, like, I will never eat a piece of pizza like that. That doesn't make any sense. You got to save no. the crust for the end. Right. And the crust is, you've already made the crust doper. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you get to the, the finish line. It's like, ah, crust. No, now it's like, yeah, this you did the old school hack it. where you had to take a fucking 
string cheese and loop it up yourself. It's like they yep. just—it's like a uncrustable. They've done it for you. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> stuff crust. If you're going Pizza Hut, don't get out of my face unless it's uh, stuff crust. It's the only way. Absolutely. Fly. Yeah, Pizza Thank Hut you. sucks. Other than stuff. Crust. What? Yeah, it's garbage. All right. <laughs> don't get Chris going on the Pizone. Whew. Oh God, why'd you say that? Keep going, or else I'm going to go on a tangent. <laughs> well, I think Would you that, say that's it's the best of both worlds, or what? So the old school Pizone was good, but they brought it back in like 2019. It sucked shit, and recently they've started selling these things like pizza. I think they just call them calzones now at Pizza Hut. That's a bastardization. Pizza hand pies. Yeah, some some stupid shit. Cool. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of everyone we wanted to shout out and uh met there's many more other fans too i, I want to thank straight chilling also they have like a promo page on their slack that they let us uh shamelessly plug every week and there's there's multiple other folks on there that have listened and and shown us love so we appreciate you guys as well for anyone we're leaving out um I wanted to transition real quick into I, I pulled the some of the stats for this last year, and so I have out of the fifty two the top episodes by download. Um, do you want to take a guess, maybe at like the top three? What do you think the top three downloads would be, Steve? Um, hmm. I remember seeing I feel like the Johnny Depp one was pretty popular, right? It's up there. It's not in the okay. top three though. Um, the Jason Simpson one. Nope. It's up there too. Damn. So are are all top three movies? No, actually, okay. only one of them is. Um. Hmm. I know I'm putting Josie you Wales? on the spot. Huh? Josie Wales? Nope. Damn. It's up there too, though. <laughs> it's in the triple digits, but no, it's not top three. Yeah, I would have guessed the same things as Steve, like the true crime ones, just because more people are bound to search those things out. So now I'm I'm curious what they are. Yeah. Yeah. So. The top three are number one is Christine, actually. Which really, yeah, I I'm proud of that fact Weird. because that was just me and you talking about a movie, and I that's one of the, that's one of my favorites that we've recorded is it's a good one. I had a lot of fun on that episode. I think yeah. that and Scout's Guide, yeah, that was a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, but the top three is Christine with 301 downloads, the Asia Degree, oh interesting, number two at 300 yeah. downloads, so they're right there, and then Coors Light. With Dick, Volume One, two twenty-seven. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. That uh, it was like a even a mix of, of like there. <laughs> interview, true crime, and movie all made the top three. Mixed bag. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So yeah, I mean the Coors Light one, two, three, four is kind of newer, but the, the first three are in the top ten for sure. Those those have gotten like the some of the biggest reception for sure. I think here I got to count real quick. I think Chris, you've been on one, two, three, four, five, six episodes. So you're the reigning guest champion. Hell yeah. Dick's in there with four. John's on there with three. Uh, Hydra's been on twice. We've had each straight chill. Yeah. Pretty cool. So we're closing in on, I, th- I, th- I checked it the other day or this morning. I think we're at 4,775 download oh, nice. uh, thus far. So I think we have another like week to try to eclipse. And I can fudge maybe a couple days if we get over 5,000. Uh, I thought that was kind of a cool figure yeah. too, just like apropos of nothing. Uh, it just sounds like a neat figure. So if we could get over the 5,000 mark, I thought that would be pretty neat. Nonetheless, I've been 
pretty gobsmacked by the uh the reception and like how much people seem to to like the show uh not like we're we're making any money or anything but uh it's kind of validating when because there is a lot of work that goes into it that that people don't really realize but um uh more so it's just been a good time it's been a fun hobby and it's been something that i'm i'm proud of actually like kind of following through with because i have a really bad tendency of wanting them half-ass projects so this this was kind of a little bit more meant a little bit more for me too so um anything else you want to add off the heels of that uh self stroking um <laughs> steve before we get into some fun sound bites uh no not really i mean i kind of have the same same mindset uh it's been a lot of fun even if it was 500 downloads or five mm-hmm. you know it doesn't doesn't really bother me that much because it's just been fun either way and yeah we've seen some cool movies some not so cool movies but yeah either way it's been fun <laughs> looking forward to keeping it going Word. Yeah. On that front too, I wanted to thank you for, uh, keeping up with it and, and your interest and, and like, uh, uh, like, cause I, I could see at the beginning, you know, it felt like, all right, we're, we're doing this thing. We're trying something out. And I wasn't sure which way it was going to go. If you're going to get sick of it. And then if you're just going to placate me to like, cause you know, I was digging it and, and kind of just sticking around when your heart wasn't in it, but it was cool. Like each, each episode that we got going on, like you'd start hitting me up like, Hey, when's the next show? And like, so I could, I could see like the interest. So that that's fun too. When you, when you don't have to guess like, uh, is this something we should keep going with waiting for the other shoe to drop? But yeah, I mean, you've, you've been a good sport and actually added a lot to the show in ways that I, I didn't think that's been another fun part about this is just kind of just doing it and just seeing where it goes having your yeah. like idea of how we wanted to do the show. And then this is what has turned out. Um, and I also did want to uh, add, I don't know if we talked about it last episode, my uh, approval rate for movies, strictly speaking, is at an 86.1. So I'm pretty satisfied with that. Uh, and I was yeah. shocked that you liked San- Santa Sangre. Gray. I, I did not think you're going to like that. So uh, Yeah, there are have been like three episodes. Possession was one of them. Santa Sangre. And I want to say there was a third one that was sort of artsy like that, that I just could not believe Steve liked. Croupier, I was shocked. Maybe? Which one? I haven't seen that, so. Oh, okay. Which one, Jim? I said croupier. Oh. Um, maybe, well, and also, uh, to be fair, Possession was just south of the, the Mason-Dixon approval line. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't really dislike it, but I, I, couldn't, I couldn't give it a, a thumbs up, so. It might have just been the Mothman prophecies. I was shocked both of you liked it. Dude, I love that fucking That was a good one. I like that one. Are you thinking It's of... got a lot of nostalgia built in. If I w- if I saw that movie in 2015, I probably wouldn't feel the same or now. No, I well, I saw it in 2022 way. and I liked it. <laughs> no accounting for taste. Yeah. <laughs> Are you thinking of No, cuz you're thinking of one that I did like. I thought maybe you were thinking of Versus, which was our fun intro to chris and then and probably my least favorite movie that we have watched all year i just want to say like we were talking a bunch of shit on that movie but i was i like i would still give it like a three and a half out of five like i was just being very harsh in that episode (laughs) i still think it's pretty good b minus huh yeah i like it a lot now i'm Uh, curious maybe maybe the battery or i really think it was probably just possession and santa sangre Okay. Have you ever seen the battery by chance, Chris? 
No, you've told me to watch it okay. before, like years ago, but I'm just such an asshole that I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm bad. Um, all right. So, yeah, I guess moving along to uh, a couple of sound bites. I, again, if I get going on a roll here and it's too much, just, just flag me down. I'm going to kind of bounce around. I wanted to get a smattering from like smoothering from um the episode one all the way through but there's just too much shit not enough time in the day so i think i got down to the low 30s to the present um there's been a lot of fun uh moments but i'll just get into it right um Uh, your blood type is uh ragu (laughs) (laughs) that was I think when that was, Dick was trying to give blood and they literally yeah. could not squeeze a drop out of his finger. Yeah. So they gave <laughs> it was him like stick. jelly or some shit. And they're like, thanks, but no thanks. Here's a sticker that says, hey, I tried to give blood today. Be nice to me. Does and it really say snacks. I tried to give blood? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's fucked up. I think they save uh, it for the people who like pass out when they see the needle as well. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I know someone like that who decided to get a full back tattoo and passed out. It's good mean, times. Least... That sounds like the move, though, to pass out for a big tattoo like that. They, they still they can't work on you. Any reputable shop will not tattoo you while you're passed out. Oh, okay. I mean, at least he, <laughs> he was trying to get it on his back, so maybe he thought I won't see the needle. I don't know. Seems like a good strategy. Uh, here's uh, the first part of this, and that was gonna. Make me valedictorian. <laughs> what about valedictorian? <laughs> I pre-gamed a little bit with some cord lights, and you know I'm not too bright, anyways. I didn't realize. There was oh, you're no valedictorian. But, uh... <laughs> I didn't realize there was such a pause between that. Maybe Dude, that's the pause when I was looking at you. Sold it. Yeah. When I was, I was looking at you on the both... camera, like. Hmm. Yeah, you, we both looked at each other like uh, because of the, the the source material was kind of heavy. Do we want to lay into him <laughs> on this one right out of like, the gate? Sorry, I can't let this go. <laughs> yeah, I played chicken and I swerved, and you you kept plowing along, which I <laughs> thank God because that. Do that you have the awesome. clip where he came back and he's like, "All right, I want to set the record straight." Hey, I want to clear this shit up. I know it's valid Victorian, <laughs> motherfuckers. I'll just slur my words. I feel like he Sorry, said valid Victorian again just now. Yeah, he did. <laughs> valid. I said valid, dude. I'm. You said valid. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again one time cleanly. Whoa. Valid Victorian. <laughs> one more time. Clean. Valid Victorian. No. <laughs> valid. No. Holy shit. Fuck, that was oh, funny. Man. And then he proceeded to say, right. okay, well, I wasn't a salutatorian either. God. Yeah. That was, I don't that, sound like that. Yeah. I have right. voice modulation. He planned that confrontation. Like, all right, fucking get set the record straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was just doing a dart on his back patio, just fuming about it. Yeah. <laughs> Walk back in. Give yeah. these fuckers a piece of my mind. Can you replay the beginning of that one just real quick? Though? All right. Hey, I want to clear this shit up. I know it's valid Victorian, motherfuckers. I'll just slur. Fuckers. Hey. Yeah, that's that's so good. Fuck. Uh, 
So, uh, you've, also you've also thrown your back out wiping your ass. So <laughs> I did do that. <laughs> I can't imagine you have an electric ass wiper now. So that's still a danger. <laughs> Uh, all right, let me try to bounce even, around, and get away from. Uh, I think he even dog. called in sick that morning. Like I fucking threw my back out, wiping my <laughs> ass. Yeah, like I like, could have right. left that part out. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, here's an old one from an older episode. Did you ever hear about it in passing or in your no. punk goth era? Nope, not at all. Okay. In my what? What do you mean by that? No. <laughs> <laughs> punk goth era you can really tell the audio quality i think that one i pulled that's like the near dark episode from like episode seven i think but yeah that was Was it that was was it um chris was it brotherhood or the wolf you were surprised that i liked because that was kind of an rc one right no i think after watching it i was like anyone in their right mind would like this yeah it was fun that was a fun one to read some of the the shitty imdb reviews (laughs) from that one was good. Wow. Or My that, favorite that's the shitty one. IMDb review is the one for It Follows. Oh, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> dot, where you, dot, dot. Yeah. Wrong. Where you, you played us like, off against one another with like, oh, guess yeah. the. That yeah, was so that was, good. That was wow. awesome. Uh, let's see. I mean, I remember an episode where he took all of the other cops to a shooting range and he was like, you're going to shoot a matchstick from 25 yards. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about Steven Seagal and Steven moonlighting Seagal. as a sheriff or a cop. Oh. Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> Here's an oldie, but a goodie. So Demon Time, you're not a fan? No. I love how exasperated. I would say Kanye like... just now was on Demon Time. <laughs> <laughs> you were just so not fucking happy. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Well, uh, here's <laughs> God. I wanted to, so many of these revolve around Dick Dog, which is no surprise. But yeah, it's yeah. like go out and make me some license plates or something. Hey, can I take a piss real quick? Yep. Yeah, but go to the bathroom first. <laughs> <laughs> Such a funny guy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I forgot about dude. I swear to God, compiling this last night. I was just laughing like an idiot, like fucking my neighbors probably think I'm a lunatic because I opened the window and I because I was hot and shit and I wanted to feel the cool air. And I was just sitting here laughing for like a fucking hour on a bunch of shit I forgot about. Here's I another really remember that. It's like I know 300 bucks is a lot in these days, but yeah, I looked it up. That's 800 trillion dollars in 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I almost went full Kreischer there, man. I apologize. I that one almost ejecto Cito. Yeah, I think that was chair. I think that was the top <laughs> two or three times like hardest I've laughed on the on the show for sure. It just Dude, it got God it just damn hit it. Me so I forgot deep. to find the the one of of you reacting to the fucking uh Damn oh, it! The, the burbs hate me. Yeah, I'll have to add that to the, a follow up episode. I didn't have enough yeah. time because that was that was the I've I've known Steve ten plus years and I've seen him have a, a hearty chortle in my time. Almost I think that's years. top one of you, yeah, like you, and it's almost akin to like seeing my grandfather laugh because I've only seen him laugh like that like twice in my life. Like 
Yeah, that was good. Because that's not yeah. something that happens every day. So good on you. So Bob. who was the true culprit behind that? I know there was some controversy. Yeah, it was some real weird Prince controversy. Uh, it was Bob. That's right. Bo Bear from uh, Straight Chilling. I just, he's a kooky guy. You got to watch him. He's a card. I, I don't, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yeah. He, he tried to present as our other friend Hydraberg, also fellow uh, Straight Chilling Slack member that I've known since 2017. Super cool dude. Sweet dude. Um, he, I think Bob got wind of the fact that Steve didn't like the burbs and like Nick got like up in a tizzy about it. So I think Bob was like, Ooh, I'm going to be, I'm going to be funny guy. And I'll, <laughs> I'll pretend to be him and say this, like fucking just this torrential, like, like shitting on Steve. But, <laughs> but then I mean, they kept it low, going until it became risk. awkward in the same way that like you go to a gas station every day, but you never say, Hey, what's your name? And so you've been going there for two years and you're afraid, like, if you're like me and you're afraid to say, Hey, my name's this, your name. I think it was like that because he, he wouldn't cop to it. Great and analogy. I, I know <laughs> was piss poor, but Nick was just like, I was, that wasn't me. I was just thinking it was like a low risk proposition for Bob. Cause it's like, I'm going to fucking torch this guy. And if he, if he doesn't like it and gets like all weird and defensive, hey, then me, it's man. somebody else's name. But if he does, <laughs> but if he does like it and is a good sport, then I will reveal myself as the puppet master. But, yeah, uh, yeah, your the gas station name thing works too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hate those situations. Like, too much times elapsed, man. He had like eight giant cans of Crisco in his basement. That was so fucking weird. I don't know what you would use all that for, but Lou, gee, have, gee, have you ever? Oh boy, I didn't, I didn't think about that. <laughs> what the fuck? That was the first oh, boner alert drop. The inaugural boner alert. Better time. What, you a were like, great, what the fuck was that? What a great time to drop it, too. Yeah. Is that Prisoners? Yeah. Yeah. Are you a fan of that movie, by the way, Chris? Yeah, it's a good one. Nice. Yeah, that was a fun one to talk about. We just got we got going. That was one of our few three hour endeavors that we just kept Damn, was it really that jabbering. One? Yeah, that one's got a lot of cool like subtext and a lot of moving parts and i'm glad we covered that uh, i mean we can't leave without doing this one you guys right. have your own interpretations of how that story goes <laughs> well from what i remember <laughs> the funniest part of the story was he pulled out a ten dollar bill and like no. halfway handed it to you no. and said <laughs> what did he say can I touch you? Can I touch you? <laughs> Can I touch you? I mean, he didn't at least, at least he asked. Money. He offered the money. It wasn't ten bucks. That's I mean, super just... generous. I thought it was ten bucks yeah. because from from the day forward, where Dick in the mis- late fifties, they didn't have ten dollars like that. Back <laughs> well, when he mistakenly told you that story and you told us, ten dollars later became. A measurement of currency of touches like <laughs> like hey can i borrow 20 bucks like no that's two touches what are you talking about <laughs> oh shit i knew i could There's kick so his much. ass so that's why i got in the car yeah <laughs> i i figured you know i needed a ride and 
I could take him. I could take him. So I got in. Uh, Take him, he did. Dude, so many of these are from (laughs) Dick Dog now that I'm scrolling through. It was funny when he showed us a picture. I'm like, what's going on in this picture? Did you you just suffer a traumatic brain injury? Because the look on his face, he's so mentally vacant. He's like, no, that was the first time I... That was the first time I got to watch ESPN in a hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) I remember highlighting that he was so mentally vacant. (laughs) He's like, where'd you get that picture? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Oh, this is when you tried Malort for the first time. And uh, I texted him like, that was a gift, Todd. All I know about. (laughs) Yeah. I want my painting back. All I told Jim about this stuff, I was like, all I know is that I've heard it just tastes like Bigfoot's dick, which I think is pretty accurate. You got to play tummy sticks after you drink Malort. Have you so ever, gross. do you know anything about Malort, Chris? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? He must, yeah. Yeah. What's your history with it? I told this, but you're probably three sheets to the wind, as you like to say. But uh, yeah. Damn it. I didn't think it was that bad. It's just the aftertaste sticks with you for it years. Lingers. Yeah. <laughs> Still there. <laughs> Still there from 2018. To this day. Honestly, yep. I, I've said it before. If you cut it with something pineapple or like tropical, it's not as bad. But yeah, I mean, it's it's re- it's like stunt drinking because it's like, it's only like 35%. It's like, it's not going to get you that shit. Well, and for how it's shitty like, it tastes. Like, if you're just trying to like bow up on someone and just like, assert dominance and look at look them in their in their eye and try to just yeah. get a shot like <laughs> that's what it is it's the american equivalent <laughs> yeah. of like the hakarl like the rotted shark they eat in iceland or like yeah. maggot cheese it's Ugh. one of those things like you just pretend people pretend to like it so they yeah, connect you, fucking macho or whatever yeah you gotta fake the funk for sure or what's that um what's that scandinavian fish that you see videos of guys eating and they're just like puking immediately it's like softened strong or yeah it's like sir strumming or something yeah like that. that's closer is it like it's like rancid they've allowed it to go like rancid yes. but it's still edible. <laughs> uh, i actually sure. went to a uh, museum of disgusting foods in sweden that's and they allowed well. you at the end they have a little sampling thing where you can try all of it but oh, i was about to go eat so I'm like, I'm not going <laughs> to fucking puke before I go eat. <laughs> the only thing I tried was a uh, salt licorice, which is like a, a popular thing in Scandinavian countries. And I actually liked it more than regular licorice. Hmm. That sounds right up my alley. I'm a big, yeah. f- I'm a big fan of salt. Is it like, it's a- not like actual salt. It's a different type of salt. It has more of like a, a vinegary salt, salty taste to it. Oh, cool. So like a malt liquor licorice. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Huh. What to, What were you doing in Sweden? Just looking at some disgusting foods. Nice. Sojourning. <laughs> yeah, I was just seeing the sights. Nice. Eat, pray, loving. Yeah, that's how I got my groove back. <laughs> <laughs> he came back with cornrows. Chrissy got his groove back in Sweden. <laughs> I'd, love to, I'd love to go to Sweden. It's pretty yeah, cool. Isn't that, isn't that your... your primary nationality yeah is that from your your faja's side or yes there's some on my mom's side but mostly from my dad's side yeah 
Well, his primary nationality is American because he's (laughs) from America. Yes. You can get out. Um. (laughs) Got Malort running through my veins. That's how American I am. (laughs) Which is funny because Malort is Swedish. So that's another reason I was like, oh, dude, this is even more a reason to ship him a bottle and see if it like fucking like awakens, you know, like something (laughs) within your... Um, I just put on a Viking. Strictly off the title of this review alone, this is a one out of ten on IMDb. (laughs) The movie that ate my brain. Worst ever. This is the worst movie I've seen in so long. I can't remember a worse movie. Perhaps there was one that was worse in the past, but this movie is the new champion of worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I rarely write reviews. Nice. Doubt it. (laughs) But this piece of crud is such a waste (laughs) of time. Oh my god. Uh, it's such a waste of time that I'm writing it for those people that enjoy Hugh Jackson. I like his stuff. <laughs> and want to see a movie with him in it. Even the acting stunk, including Hugh. I guess torture really isn't his bag. What the fuck does that mean? If I could give this movie a minus 1000, I would. Oh my lord. That person sounds fucking deranged. That was one of I'd that give so it a good. negative 1,000. That was someone talking about prisoners. That one just They just yeah. ruined Hugh Jackson's entire career. <laughs> Dude, there's so many things to unpack there. But yeah, like the Hugh Jackson. The and then the line about the, the torture. Like, uh, yeah, that one really. It's, om- it's almost mm. too funny to be serious. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt like. To me, that one felt like that really has to be an insane person because you yeah. can't be that good, you know, kind right. of thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> if that makes well, sense. Yeah. I mean, what was it the last time I was on? There was some review that started talking about human trafficking. I don't remember that. I can't remember I what movie either. we were talking about, but it had nothing to do with human trafficking. Oh, it was Unforgiven. And they're oh, like... Okay. You think the characters in this movie have it bad. Someone's being human trafficked right now. <laughs> it's like, dude, this has nothing to do with like this is this is your platform, the review section of Unforgiven. Talk about a <laughs> talk about a bummer alert. I don't have it queued up, I'm sorry. Before he came up for cross examination and there was a break. I went out to have a cigarette and as I pulled my cigarette out. He looked at me, and there's no love lost between us. And he said, um, suck down another cancer stick. And I just looked at him, and I said, I always enjoy a cigarette before sex because I wanted him to know I was going to screw him. Uh, I don't think the message was lost on him. And I did. And I did. God, that guy's such a bad motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) That's another one of my favorite apps for sure. Here's... Yeah, that was a really fun episode, too. That one, I was surprised, dude. That one got no love. No one knows that movie. People, check out fucking... It won an Oscar, goddammit. Murder on a Sunday Morning from 2000... So did Shakespeare in Love. Stop it. All right, fair play. Um, It's so good. But still, it's it's fucking great. Uh, This one... Yeah, maybe... Same here. 10 or 15 years they'll start fucking like rediscovering like my brother and me and shit and we can watch the goo show (laughs) (laughs) watching like heavyweights and shit get on the scale get off the scale (laughs) congratulations 
that, the that fattest ties boy back camp. to your father, the Go yep. Show. Because yep. I remember one, I was like, hey, Steve, have you ever seen My Brother and Me? Have you ever seen My Brother and Me? Chris, do you remember that? Yeah, wasn't there only like six episodes? There's only like one or two seasons. Yeah, it's very quick, very short. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a very, like since it was a current show. I do remember one show, I think Alfie was like going to be in a play where he was Robin Hood and he was like trying to listen to tapes to memorize the lines or something. Yeah. Yeah. That, That rings some bells for sure. All I really remember the most besides Alfie's like crazy, he always had that dope like Alonzo morning fucking line through the hair that i asked my mom for and said no um <laughs> and uh good call goo. mom yeah that she yeah. saved me actually yeah goo was so he he stole that entire show and i remember i was like have you ever seen that show steve yeah and he's like yeah and like i i don't know i'm probably butchering it but you like to like you like the show but you also like to fuck with your dad about like oh we want to watch my brother and me, we want to watch this. And he like, did not like it like right off the bat. So he, he was aware of it. So when you asked him, he's like, no, we're not going to watch the goo show. No. Uh, <laughs> what was it's, it? Did it's, I butcher it's that? similar in, in hindsight, I realized how much of a terrible show it was, <laughs> yeah. but he, he would use that <laughs> as like the touchstone of shitty kid stuff that we would watch. Yeah. So if, if I was like, Hey, do you mind if I watch TV? He would use that as like, I don't know, the straw man of like, no, we're not going to watch the goo show or whatever it is you want to, you know. <laughs> that was his worst example of stuff that I wanted to watch. That was the sacrificial, like, okay, he must be just wanting to watch bullshit like goo. Yeah. I mean, to his credit, he was absolutely right. Because we watched some terrible shows when we were kids. Oh, man. I just remember that the goo punch episode was the best when it's like fantasy land and yeah. he's like this big rapper and it's all goo goo. And he's like promoting goo punch and all this. Like, yeah. Anybody listening that's between a certain age of like 32 and 38 will probably pick up on that. Um, I always thought it was weird how in saving private Ryan, like Vin Diesel's last words were like to how Tom Hanks were like, Hector's going to be running three Honda Civics with spoon <laughs> engines. <laughs> you're, on top of you that. You fucking asshole. You're such a fucking idiot. <laughs> that one got me good. Yeah. Like, Give me a Corona. This is all about family. You can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> Dude, you get down there. Them octaves, man. Fuck. Yeah, I watch a lot of Vin Diesel. He taught me. I learned from the best. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't remember what it was. It's this guy has like TikToks or Instagram reels. And he's, they found like they could trace DNA back. And they were able to model the face of like the progenitor of like a shit ton of like DNA in the world. <laughs> and it looked exactly like Vin Diesel. And the guy's like, he's like, hey, come here. Are you telling me I'm related? I came from Vin Diesel because it's all about fan and all that. <laughs> that was super funny because it looked dead nuts. Like Vin Diesel was like <laughs> where like the life spring like sprouted out from. Uh I just want to say, if anyone wants to get pedantic, Paul Walker was the one that actually delivered that line, but I just had to shoehorn Fast and Furious in there somewhere. <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. I don't I don't keep up with the, the Fast canon, so it still elicited a 
a hearty chortle <laughs> from me. That's for sure. <laughs> um, God. But those fuckers can eat, man. Oh, yeah. No, I believe me, we had goats. <laughs> uh. That's such a Richard line, man. Just like, believe oh, me, believe we had goats. We had goats. <laughs> like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, you're the fucking Lance Armstrong of goats? Like, God. No, I just jokingly <laughs> told this story about that. I never told anybody because you're not supposed to take a ride from a stranger. Um, I, I jokingly, I jokingly told this true story. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a classic Steveism too. Like when you know you got someone, you say something, and you do that little <laughs> right after. Like that's such a Steve Hallmark. Oh man, he's a stinker for sure. <laughs> He'll get you. Oh, I think boy. one of my my most famous ones that Jim has famously adopted is I steal like, for sure. Is um when somebody's like way overreacting or freaking out about something sort of inconsequential, is to just kind of let it breathe for a minute and then say like, "Well, at least you didn't overreact." Dude, that's <laughs> it's so. It's such a good one. It's biting. It's nuclear if you use it against a woman that you cohabitate with. Yeah. When you told me that, it like immediately like seared into my brain and I was like, <laughs> I can't wait to use this against my ex now. Um yeah. because it would just like dumping <laughs> kerosene onto a, like a plot of lava. Yeah, like, it's oh, it's a man, scorched earth approach because it's not gonna solve anything, no. but no. it'll make Sounds you feel like a healthy things... relationship. I can't yeah. imagine why it ended. <laughs> yeah, it was super, <laughs> super healthy. I skipped my fucking Motorola flip phone because I got called out for eating the last of the ice cream sandwiches <laughs> in the, the fridge. Not Dude, the and the guy we... What's that? Of, it wasn't the last of the ice cream sandwiches. It was... Okay. I, I didn't think you were going to pick up on that. I, I didn't eat a whole box. Let us let me clarify. I ate <laughs> it was like all maybe, of them and the last one. It was maybe... <laughs> I will say in my heart of hearts, it was two thirds of a box of ice cream sandwiches the old yeah, school the, style with like the two like the it's the cardboard graham oh, yeah, yeah cardboard graham cracker with vanilla in between in betwixt and so two-thirds of this box was like let's say 12 sure. out of 18 yeah i mean even if it's eight out of 12 the the beautiful <laughs> quote that came before he skipped his phone like a rock though is what is permanently seared into my mind as him and his ex are like screaming at each other on the phone he's like if you didn't want me to eat all the ice cream sandwiches, why did you put them in the freezer? Which is such a bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> well, Should have left them on the counter. Yeah. The, the easy answer is like, well, because of course that's where they go. But it was just such uh, a That funny, is what like, we call victim blaming, Jim. If you yeah. didn't want me to eat them all, why'd you put them there? <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't have been standing there. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all i kept thinking was i kept thinking back to charles durning in uh home for the holidays where it's like it's in the fridge you put it in the fridge i'm gonna get it but it didn't come across as eloquently um or well reasoned my favorite part of that is like uh our buddy jimmy who came on for Coors light volume four he had like spidey sense when all this was happening yeah. and he knew when i closed the phone he's like don't do it yeah, he know he knew a full like four to <laughs> seven seconds before yeah. what I was gonna do, and I like looked at him like, 
uh, like in a blacked out and he knew it, it was a foregone cl- conclusion. And then I, yeah, I skipped my phone across the church rock gravel road. Yep. Um, then the slow walk after it to go pick it up <laughs> and see like, if it was fuck. still working. I was like, is this thing okay? Oh, when you first stupid. said it, I thought you skipped it like on a lake. Oh, no. No, this <laughs> was like between a work break. Like, yeah, man, that was fun. You were truly on demon time. Yeah, I was. But I don't know, man. Anchovies on pizza goes pretty fucking hard. <laughs> Dude, it's awesome on everything. And I'm a fan even of the anchovy paste, which is really nice because you can just fucking... <laughs> on anything you want (laughs) see that's that's where i have to take a break from you because the that was another big laugh was like dude what an epic response i have to take i need to step away from you like i knew who this person was for a second and now this has changed the whole paradigm (laughs) like (laughs) oh fuck I, this is where I need to take a break from you. Like, <laughs> I listened to that last night and I almost lost my shit. <clears throat> Whew, I'm like crying over here. <laughs> this is another one. That was the last time I was on here. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You were on for uh... baseball. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get a lot of mileage out of that one. Yeah. Dude, I told Steve offline, like when you just blurted that out, when I I think I was going on a stream of consciousness, stupid bullshit, and you broke it up perfectly with baseball. <laughs> Kill me. Dude, that did baseball, man. It's always been baseball. This guy's a fucking sniper. Yeah. <laughs> it's what I needed. It's you temper the show because I'll, I'll get going on these really just stupid rants or tangents about something you did. You just, yeah, it was surgical. The sharp <laughs> baseball <laughs> insertion. Baseball. I don't know why, man. That just went straight to the headshot from 1500 meters. Uh, I got a couple more if you guys are up for it. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. Mm, we got all the heavy hitters i think i saved a couple let's keep the good times rolling with chris like a uh, bucket hat yeah that's kind of what i was thinking too fucking gilded age shit that this old fuck came up with (laughs) you don't know what it means (laughs) it's even funnier too because like listening to your show you're like you know like you're like this like your old show channel channel 83 you're like this mild-mannered like pretty measured even keeled like you're doing reviews of really obscure shit but then like you would you would slip in like things that are like barbed you know and uh <laughs> that's what really like i was like oh man this guy is fucking he's got he's got it together you know like i think it was the jacko episode that you <sighs> that really fucking jacko. sold me especially like you calling out the fact that he's never like really called Jacko and he has like 10 names and like, (laughs) and the whole, the, the little rhyme, the Mr. Jack break your back and all that. (laughs) And he's like talking about, and he's like, this movie, it's just dog shit. Like it just came out of nowhere. And I was like, all right, this guy's fucking Um, good times. But seriously, dude, Jacko, that's that's an excellent episode. My other favorite one that you turned me on to a couple classics of uh, Rutger Hauer, Steve. I know you're a oh, fan yeah. of. He, that was like the one glimmer of hope for you in uh, Blade, Runner. Blade Runner. Yeah. 
was his Yeah, you guys should do The Hitcher next October. I, I think Steve would probably like that. Yeah, that's a good call, man. That is a good yeah, he it sucks. It's like there's it's weird like how there's some of those kind of actors like I think of like Rutger Hauer and like maybe like not a one to one, but like let's talk about like in this realm. I think of like Rutger Hauer, Michael Bain or Bean, like you like to say. Is it Bain or well, Bain? I don't like know. Like he like he likes to say. That's how he pronounces his name. So we you know should who probably Michael, say Bean. Okay. You know who Michael Bean is, right, Steve? Yeah, he's in the rock. And yeah. Tombstone? He was in Aliens, Tombstone, Tombstone, Navy played, Seals, K two. He played Ringo. His probably most famous role is Kyle Reese in the original Terminator. I would argue. I would say Ringo, Johnny Ringo. Yeah, that's fair too. Probably play mo- most commercial. Yeah, Johnny Ringo. Um, he was actually just on a podcast of uh with I don't know if you guys listen to it's I think it's called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. The bald dude who played Lex Luthor in the uh, uh, Smallville. Yeah. That guy's actually. It, yeah. I always thought he was kind of a Streisand, but he's really rocking it. And <laughs> he's really rocking the shit. No, he seems like a really good hang, honestly. Yeah. And he gets like these kind of like tertiary, like sub A list, like B, C actors, comedians that come on. He's got a cool show. He just actually had Michael Bean on, which was really interesting. He was talking shit about the director who got fired and then the second director who came in like george cosmatos he was george talking all p ki- cosmatos yeah. he was talking all kinds of mad shit about him dude it's pretty rad he was like i said maybe five or six words to george cosmatos and it was hello and then i saw the way he treated people under him on the food chain like he said like get that extra over here and it was a woman with her tits out or something he's like get that fat tit big titty bitch over here and he's like i saw after the way he talked to people under him on the food chain he's like my next like four or five words to him were like like he said something to michael bain and he's like go fuck yourself and he's like that's the last that's the rest of the shit that's the rest of the words i said to him on the filming of that movie tombstone i was like nice this guy's fucking awesome um i put yeah so anyway tangent to rutger howard i kind of put him in that sphere like michael bean um i lost my train of thought but there there's a few actors like that like that that just never really like made it i guess that that got pushed into a-list territory and what do you think the reasons might be for that i know some people like eric roberts like they kind of got blacklisted and they had to take what they could get but i feel like these there's some of these action guys in like late 80s early 90s people like rutger hauer that just never really like broke out the way others did and maybe i don't know i think part of it for rutger hauer might be that he was in like right after Blade Runner, he was in Nighthawks with Sylvester Stallone, mm-hmm. and I think they kind of hated each other. Uh, and at that time, Stallone definitely had a lot of sway. So I don't. I'm just guessing maybe that had something to do with it. He's like, this guy's hard to work with. Yeah, fuck this guy. Like, had some influence, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Because I know pretty shortly thereafter he was in Lady Hawk with. Matthew Broderick, which that's actually a fun kind of like fantasy. Like if you like Willow, I think you'd like that movie or like Excalibur. All those Willow heads out there. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, Willow's a banger, man. I love that movie. Those fucking warthog fucks at the beginning always freaked me out as a kid. 
<laughs> it felt like a horror movie to me as a kid, honestly. And like some of the imagery with that fucking witch and the, the baby and all the blood sacrifice or whatever the fuck was going on her like weird magic shit. But um, yeah, I always wondered why Rutger Howard didn't break out. Like, cause he was pretty prolific in the eighties, like all the action movies he was in. And I mean, even the hitcher is, I, f- I feel like that's kind of come later on, like as like one of these cult deals, you know, like where it, it didn't get, it's it's uh just desserts when it came out yeah well the resurgence all happened when the hitcher 2 starring jake Busey came out oh god <laughs> dude that's I've what really some... shone a light on it dude i've seen some jake Busey stinkers have you ever seen black cat run no with patrick muldoon that's a deep cut HBO. basically just uh starship troopers and tomcats i i never saw tomcats i knew him from contact you've seen contact right steve no, Jodie Foster. No, what did the what alien. did we just watch that had Jake Busey in it? What was he in? And because we were talking about it, and like, who, which guy is related to Gary Busey? And then as soon as he came on the screen, like, Jesus, this guy for sure. Look at those chompers. Yeah, he definitely inherited his father's teeth, his two <sighs> front teeth for sure. Dude, I can't think of it because I don't think there's anything that we've seen that Jake. Maybe maybe it was just something we were talking about offline. We could have been talking about the Frighteners because he plays a pretty prominent role in that, and I like to bring that movie up a lot. But I don't know. Yeah, he pl- he plays like a no. A it was Identity. That's right. Yeah, he gets mm-hmm. the baseball bat down the fucking. Check out toilet. our fun episode on uh, Cut Above, right? Yeah, in the archives. I don't know what episode it was. Sixty nine. 80. Hell yeah. That's, yep, we'll go with that. Four, uh, episode 420. Uh, go? I got a couple more. Was this when you dropped the $2 in between the seat and the door jam? <laughs> and was this the same time? And then you came yeah. in just swinging at everyone no. in the break room? That was, this a, was different a different time. Yeah. I, okay. And to be fair, I think it was $3. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe it was 3 Which yeah, actually he, explains the blow up. He just comes fucking Kramer through the break room door. <laughs> Which one of you motherfuckers took my three dollars? <laughs> and he just even just re-listening to it, I was I was thinking like it was actually three dollars. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Steve's got the receipts. One might say. <laughs> That's one of your hated, isn't it? Yeah. You did it bring is. it up. Yeah. I'm trying to work all of them in. I hate it when people use it sincerely. I know Chris is just sitting in the bushes sniping. <laughs> That's what he does. But when people I will use say, it, yeah, when people one use One of it, my favorite dick things was when he said that he was washing himself with a rag on a stick and neither <laughs> of you got, neither of you understood the reference and you're like, "What? You're fucking washing yourself with a rag? Why was there a stick?" <laughs> and then the, just the, the last one when you, you you posted a picture of him as ned flanders and yeah, homer dude. simpson i was like uh a man after my own heart yeah that was pretty epic and i think he learned his lesson from previous when he dressed up like homer to just skip the yellow face paint that was also very funny yeah dude i remember that day clear as shit when he came in and i was like that paint ain't gonna hold up, man. Because <laughs> like, yeah, he had a full day of hucking boxes. Paint. Yeah, <laughs> was it really? I know you were making the joke, <laughs> but was it really like fucking like like minwax or like like bare exterior I have no paint? Idea. 
It did okay. not. I don't think it was. I don't think. Well, it did not that. seem like it was suitable for human skin because it just immediately started. <laughs> he started overheating and. Dude, that's, that white... that's the plot of Goldfinger. <laughs> Dude, that white polo he had on was just, it, was, it had been rained on. Dude, no sooner had he put it on <laughs> than it started leaving his body. And this is late October. It wasn't like a very hot day. So Yeah, I remember he even did like the three like black lines for Homer, the, to- the top of Homer's head. He like, he did it legit, but yeah, it just, it just started. It was raining. <laughs> I got one from Staring John here that was pretty fun. Glossed over the beach scene where he's in those fuck those baby blues and bomb ass trunks, bro. Your boy said just fucking meat, dude. That look good, man. I was waiting to see if you were gonna play that because I didn't want to step on it, but yeah, I fucking laughed my ass off. So fuck of meat. Oh, it's good. Uh, all right. I, I got a few more, actually. Damn, I didn't think we were... As a novella, as it were, in his 1985 anthology collection, Skeleton. So... Yeah, that, that book is basically the fucking hot dog of Stephen King books. They take all the, <laughs> all the lips and noses and <laughs> shitty parts of a pig and just throw them on one thing. Like, oh, here's a book. Hey, but that is so, such a shitty book. God. I really like the jaunt, though. That's a fucking cool story. Talk is it better than Highlander? Well, few things <laughs> you know, are. I mean, we should have a moment of silence on the podcast for for the. Yeah, I was just saying because that was your last second replacement for the Highlander. Good call. Starting yeah, now. That's enough. Yeah. Fifty thousand no get elephant in there. Fifty thousand get you botat. Botat. <laughs> is that like Kung Fu Panda or some shit? No. Oh God. Better strap in. Operation Dumbo Drop. Danny Gloves, Ray Liotta, dude, Dennis Leary. I love that fucking movie. I told Steve that that came out in like 95. Me and my cousins went and watched it. And for, dude, from then on, like it was like 50,000 get you no elephant, 50,000 get you both. Ah! That's another one I fucking probably. I still don't get it. Never seen the movie. I've heard him say it 100,000 <laughs> times. Is that the that's the actor James Hong, right? Is that yes. who's saying it? Because it yep. sounds like him, and I was like, "That is he." I've never fucking seen whatever movie this is. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's really good. It's it's a Disney picture, but it came about at a time when like Disney was doing a lot of like weird live action shit, and they were really they did like the uh, what is that bug called? A bug's life? No, no, no. The like the VW bug, Herbie fuck is yeah they did that they did like that darn cat they did a bunch of shit from like 93 to like 98 they were trying to do like live action shit and uh, like tim allen as the fucking shaggy dog and like jungle to jungle the fucking (laughs) hell yeah that was so obligatory uh (laughs) home improvement man that's just a good show um (laughs) i don't think Uh, so jim chris can Um, i ask your uh, opinion on how do you feel about the movie Little Giant? Love it. I'm There's a big a f- Rick Moranis head, but I haven't seen that in quite some time. Dude, that, here's another deep pull. Big Bully. That's a good one. With yeah. Tom Arnold. Saw it in theaters. Green Eggs and Ham. Dude, watch Big Bully, Rick Moranis and Tom Arnold. Dude. 
he forgets to he checks out like green eggs and ham as a kid and he goes back as a teacher and the fucking librarian's like old and crusty as shit she's like green eggs and ham you owe like two thousand six hundred and seventy five dollars <laughs> in life that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid it's a dumb it's dumb funny but it's it's no honey i shrunk the kids it's that's weird like that one didn't gain any traction either that i feel like that it's like a cult big bully would be um what was the movie just before that we were talking about? Little before? Giants. Little Ice Giants. Box. Little Giants, yes. Fuck yeah. There's a thing going around of like Miley Cyrus did like an interview and she's got a real raspy fucking ass voice. Yeah. And they do a cut of the the kid from Little Giants. The dog like this. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They do a side by side of like Miley Cyrus and dude, it's like dead nuts. Like she, it sounds like she's talking through like one of those like the people that fucking like that that chick in the old cigarette commercial where she gets oh, her yeah. like voice box out and she has to like suck down cigs through that fucking yeah. hole in her neck. <laughs> Is it Dude. the same kid from the Little Rascals, Froggy? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, with the fucking that mean ass like Will Byers mullet. Yeah, I saw like the fucking a- bowl cut bangs into mullet. I saw a picture of a ginger kid with a mullet that said, like, this kid was born with a suspended driver's license. (laughs) (laughs) And it reminded me of how one time Steve was talking about your alter ego, Kevin. Kevin or Kyle. Kevin. Yeah. So you saw a picture of Kwanzaa's son. That's what I'm hearing. (laughs) Dude, from the years, I swear to God, I wish I had them. I think they burned up. I'll try to find them. I'll try to get get them from my mom who's moving out here soon because I bet she has them in her cedar chest. From the years 88 to like 93, she gave me a flat top up to like mid-ear mullet straight down. Double, Double polo shirts. Like light, like baby blue and like navy blue, double polo Shit. shirts. Whoa. Flat top mullet. She I'll try was to head of the curve on those polo shirts because that was like a fad when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah. Double polo shirts with double popped collar. It wasn't pop collar. It was, it was, you were all business. Yeah, dude. They're, they're pretty epic. Um, yeah, I'll try to find those. Yeah, that that fucking mullet shit goes hard with the fucking the straight like bowl cut bangs into mullet. I never went that hard with it. I always went flat, flat top. Like it had to come up. But um, believe me, we had goats. I feel like that's how Jim sees when he's like making a new burrito. He's sort of just, like, <laughs> fucking zeroed in on that thing, and that sucker, and he's just sort of like floating around the kitchen like an entity. Like that's that fallen vision. Have you ever seen Fallen? Chris, another movie you told me to watch years ago that I haven't seen. No. It's, it's like that. Plex. Sh- it's that weird shaky. Ki- so Mothman, you know, when like you're going through the eyes of the Mothman, it's like flying around and doing this weird shit with the camera. It's like, it's kind of like that, that mixed with like predator vision. So Chapstick. yeah, <laughs> dude, that part, I watched that movie in the theater stoned at like 15 or 16 whenever that came out 2001 2002 and that part freaked me the fuck out man the indrid cold call when he's in the fucking motel oh full grabbing the front of the shirt oh shit (laughs) moment yes riveting (laughs) you want riveting although i will say a guilty pleasure of mine of seagulls is uh glimmer man <laughs> with, <laughs> with, <laughs> yeah, Keenan, 
Keenan Ivory Wayans. <laughs> we got him to crack. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were having a seizure or you were <laughs> fall out of your chair. That, Somehow that- I just knew you were going to say that before you said it. <laughs> it's like of all the Steven Seagal movies, he's going to pick out the shitty one with Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah, the audio doesn't do it justice. Like from my my viewfinder was like <laughs> it looked like you ejectocito cuzzed out of your computer chair. Like that was and I think you were taking a pull off your vape right at the same time, so you choked a little bit. <laughs> that was like a <laughs> sounds about right. Fully. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh fuck. Yeah, I think we really stroked it pretty hard here. I don't know if I have any more waxed it. If you will. Yeah, we've waxed it to empty, I think. The punk goth era. <laughs> My what? Your comedic timing <laughs> on that one was just like fucking <laughs> perfect. Yeah, it's like fucking hackers. Our records show that you're dead. I'm what? <laughs> Richard Gill, man. Public enemy number one. Yep, I think uh, we covered them all. <clears throat> How? In the name of Zeus's uh, yeah, I, I had planned on only going like a half hour or so, but uh, I think we're still going to drop uh, a bonus episode. We have we had banked. We did Basic Instinct, which was another fun one as well. Another Michael Douglas fucking smacker. Um, if you like Black Rain, you like Basic. No objection. What, what are your Black thoughts Rain on Basic better. Instinct? Don't remember it. How many just times remember this? once I've only seen it once. I only remember Michael Douglas's sweater while they're at a cathedral. Yeah, rave. exactly. The V-neck, the deepest V-neck that anyone's ever seen. In their Do you guys think life. he's probably a raging asshole in real life? Don't work too hard. Shooter might drive you to drink. Stop riding me, man. I'll kick your fucking teeth in. <laughs> Dude, that's such a fuck. Dude, that scene gets me fucking hyped every. Um, I don't know. I go fifty fifty on Michael Douglas because I mean he's he a also fucking did... asshole in every movie he's ever been in. So yeah, but I know, I know people that have that kind of gruff exterior and the, the sweetest fucking people you've ever, ever met in your life kind of thing too. So who knows? I mean, he's got fucking throat cancer from eating box. So, <laughs> uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> Chris, she have you seen uh, Ghost in the Darkness? I actually just watched that a few weeks ago. Yeah. What do you think? It's very... Uh... Don't. No, I liked it, but it was a very you guys movie. <sighs> yes, it was. I think that's one of those ones, because I don't, I don't want to blaspheme Ghost in the Darkness now. So hear me out. I watched it, so 96, 97, I was Tread 12 or 13. Lightly. It was the... It was the baddest fucking thing I thought I had ever seen. I watched it later in life and I was like, there's a couple things I would have liked done differently. Like it didn't, I didn't get the same fucking spark as when I was 12 or 13 when I watched it. I'll say, I'll just leave it at that, but it is a good movie. Great film. Yeah, Um, it's a good one. No problem at all. When I watched it later in life, it, it, it's like when you're a kid, you remember things a certain way. And when you get older, you realize that, like some of that was a facade. It was it was kind of that scenario. Like I watched it again. Like, Why did I jock this so hard? You know, kind of thing. But um, yeah, I could go fifty fit, dude. I 
This is a movie I would never watch normally, but have you ever seen Behind the Candelabra with Matt Damon and Michael Douglas about uh, fucking... I'd watch the shit out of that. I Dude, haven't what is, yet. What is this Liberace. Movie? Liberace. Dude, it is, it is like the epitome of something I would avoid, but it is great. I implore anyone to fucking just put all... Put everything aside and just watch it. Any predetermined note and just watch it. It's a good fucking film. Uh, and it's like really funny, maybe inadvertently or not, but there's there's some really funny kind of poignant moments. But I like it too because th- that's a movie that HBO's kind of took a chance on. It was like an HBO direct movie. You couldn't release that in theaters and like turn a pro- like it's like it seemed kind of like a passion project kind of thing. And I I just think it's really good. It's kind of kooky. Uh, it's a lot of fun. If you're a fan of Eastbound and Down, Matt Damon gets his face changed similarly to Stevie, like later on in the series where he's got this crazy so fucking, fucking jaw. And like, dude. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie, but I know a little bit about Liberace and like his longtime partner started getting plastic surgery to look like him. Yeah. So that he could do it fuck gets- himself. <laughs> Like, that's so fucking weird. It gets so bonkers, but it's funny how how much Michael Douglas and Matt Damon buy in to what they're doing. It's just, it's good. It's good shit. Check it out. Behind the Candelabra, I think it's called, on HBO. Strong wreck. Um, baseball. That's been baseball. Uh, I, don't, I don't have anything else to add. Uh, we're, other than, we're also simulcasting or we're simultaneously releasing we'll release this and our uh banked episode on basic instinct so if you've never seen basic instinct check it out uh it's worth knowing what the leg crossing scene is about and all that like for for younger folks who who probably (laughs) didn't grow up with that um check that out it's fucking rad i think to me i think of like a trifecta of like basic instinct like jade and like Diabolique, or maybe there's another kind of movie that you could fit in there that all uh, like early to mid nineties, kind of like femme fatale action police procedural kind of thing that are really cool. I'm a big fan of Jade. Just think, just be like David Caruso in Jade. You'll understand that <laughs> reference in 40 year old virgin. If you then go watch Jade from 1995 with Linda Fiorentino and David Caruso, uh, that's a banger too. If you like basic instinct, you like Jade, check it out. Um, next episode, next week, we're trying to get Steve's uh, father onto the show and correct me wherever I fuck it up here, but he previously worked for the secret service. Can yep. I say that? Various fields of law enforcement later became a lawyer. Yep. Okay. And so uh, he has some some stories that he's willing to share um, ostensibly. We'll find out. Uh, I'm just as I'm just as curious, and I'll need to I'll need to cut back on the liquor. I think and kind of mind my p's and q's <laughs> when he's on. But yeah, we'll see what that what that's like. Should be fun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just getting nothing dude like i don't know what to expect like i'm i'm like it's like uh owen wilson in in um armageddon like i'm like 95 percent nervous five percent like excited like i don't know what the fuck to expect yep so <laughs> should be a good time i'm gonna have to mind steve offline to 
kind of like where I should approach this from. But at any rate, my mind is Liam Neeson crossed with Charles Grodin from Beethoven. So if you can picture that, that's where I'm at right now. Um, and we'll see if we got some some cool stories that he's willing to divulge. Uh, that'll be next week. Chris, thank you for sitting in with us. Just your presence you. has been enlightening, fun, brought depth and flavor to the show, as always. Let's fucking go. Appreciate you very much. <laughs> I won't. I was tempted. He almost got me, but I'm not going to do it. Um, <laughs> go, my favorite sports team. Go. You can reach out to us. Still no hate mail. Steve, sorry to disappoint. Uh, you can do so. Leave us hate mail or happy mail, good mail at wax at waxingtheporpoise.com. Either of our socials, Instagram is waxing the porpoise or at waxing the porpoise, rather. Twitter is at waxing the porp. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Give us a shout. Keep the reviews, good vibes coming in. Thank you all for supporting us so far, all the friends of the show. We appreciate you. Looking forward to future collaborations. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Any final thoughts from you fellas before we cut this one off here? Nope. Nope. If you know, you know. I hate you. <laughs> there is no truth in it, but it was close enough for government work.